stress at the end of the day. <laughs> like, no so all, stress. You know, leave it all out there on the field. There's no stress whatsoever. Welcome, everybody, to episode 54. He, he paused. I either hold up four <laughs> with my fingers, so he do. Of the Flix Podcast. That's Woo! right. Yay! I'm your host today, J-Bo, joined with Pete. Hey. Danon. That's me. And Ken. Greetings, gentlemen. So that's and the gentle first time, ladies. So that's the first time we actually started this within the first 30 seconds of actually saying welcome to the podcast. In wow. Quite a few episodes. Yeah, it's been a while. So today, See how good that feels? Should, doesn't it feel like we should do that more often? It feels like a nice jumping off point. Yeah. Like we have, I'm feeling good about the start of this for a change. Like we have all of the future Just ahead of us. Wide yeah. open in front of us. The whole world ahead of us. The funny part is, is that we've been recording for 10 minutes. Ah, how it. could we have been recording for 10 minutes? We didn't even get this going. That's what you think. He was recording all of the technical difficulties. I was. Oh, and the technical difficulties, technical difficulties. <laughs> oh, that's so professional. It right. is. All right, what do we got today? I don't know, you tell me. Ralph the Wonder Llama. <laughs> Wonder, oh, the Wonder Llama? We're going to talk about Ralph the Wonder Llama? So is on it? our list, it looks like there's a question, Jonathan. What's the question? Well, that was, that was the question of the week from a month ago that we never answered. We didn't answer oh. this one? No. Wow, we're bad. Okay, at this. so so what is that question? Do I, we want to go? We want to start with this? We, yeah, why not? This is normally it's, what we do at the, the end. It's are at we, the top of are, the list. Are we doing everything backwards? We started the podcast should at we, the beginning. Say, why wouldn't we? So we go back and say goodbye. Have a nice day. No, no, we're gonna do it right now. So here's the question: If a perfect clone of you were created, right down to the tiniest cellular detail, would it be you, or would it somehow still be missing something? And if you laid with yourself, would it just be masturbation? That's a good question. That's actually a really good question. If you watch oh, uh, your clone jack off, are you just watching yourself masturbate? Number one. It feels gross. <laughs> like, just saying it out loud, <laughs> I, I feel like it has to be different. Because it feels it smarmy, feels right? Gross. It feels kind of slimy. Not like you're, it. Yeah. Well, J-Bo does it in front of a mirror, so he's, you know... Gonna have a skewed opinion. Well, of this sure, but like. I mean, if that mirror would occasionally like wink at you and make kissy noises, like I feel like it would be different. Well, is that something that your clone would do? Wouldn't yours? Would your clone be <laughs> like could, super is flirty your with you? Clone like, gonna just like dead stare? I don't enjoy myself. Like just that slow much. jerking it, staring you in the eyes. Like I feel angry like that's masturbation. Super <laughs> just be angry. <laughs> You angry masturbated each no. other. You and your clone <laughs> stand it's apart like, from each other and only, angrily masturbate. We only know one person who does that, though. Who angrily masturbates? Yes. Yeah. Nixon. No. Uh, no. Uh-oh. This is more of a crying, low-pitched <laughs> whine. <laughs> it's very sensual. It's, a, it's, it's kind of a whimper. <laughs> it's and then when he so starts shouting, it's because he can't finish. Oh, poor Nixon. That's why he's so mean. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. That's sad. I thought you were so mean because he's just you. No, yeah, he hasn't. No. He hasn't nutted in like thirty years. That poor That's guy. Still despite his despite his numerous attempts. <laughs> his numerous attempts. Yeah. Like when you throw down like a what a kumquat or a watermelon, he just goes to that grapefruit. Grapefruit. Yeah, always a grapefruit. Well, he is over oh. fifty. Yeah. <laughs> That's just me. <laughs> that that he is. Yes. <laughs> so he didn't answer the question. If you're oh. watching your clone master masturbate. <laughs> No, here's the thing. This is how you answered the initial question, is if it's still you. If you feel gross about watching him masturbate, then obviously he's not you. 
He's another dude. And Ken's daughter just walked into the basement. With Taco Bell burritos. And now everybody knows why we don't let Danny be in the room when we're <laughs> podcasting. Because right. <laughs> what should have been a fairly appropriate question took a nosedive. That's just gone very but it's completely around the bend. But it's the perfect question. I actually, now that Kirby's here too, I feel we should have a group response to this question. I don't think we uh, should do, involve anything with group in what we're talking about. No, no we absolutely. So not. if there's ten of you, all exact copies in a circle. <laughs> in a circle. It's a circle jerk. Everyone's just grossed out. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like looking at your twin if you were twins. Right. That's, That's what weird, we're right? About. That's exactly what we're talking about. Me and Kat literally were just going like this together. <laughs> Don't judge me. <laughs> but this he is, was, but this he was is a judge-free a, zone. He was doing a much is, more angrily. Yeah, it's, like, it's like Planet Fitness in here. We need to have a discussion. <laughs> Uh-oh. Oh, Ken got in trouble. Right. So. Is discussion a code word? No, discussion is a discussion. <laughs> nah, that laugh says no, that laugh says it's a code <laughs> word. Discussion is is code word because discussion means she's going to talk and I'm going to pretend to listen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so if a perfect clone of you were created, <laughs> right down the tiniest cellular detail, would it be you or would it somehow still be missing something? Ken, answer the question. No, it would not. It would not be you. Why not? It would not be me. Because I'm more than just some of my parts, I'm also the sum of my experiences, and the clone would not have my experiences. That's okay. not necessarily true. Well, yes, it is. But even no, if it not. did, though, even if it is was... the clone going to have my memories? Ah, so that's it's... the answer to the question. The answer to this question lies in the fact of: Do your memories reside in your cells? Because if they do, then the clone would have your memories. Well, there is a such there is such a thing as muscle memory. Right. right. I mean, where else would they reside? Well, that's they, the thing. Well, that's and you're the, in a right. process. That's the mind-body problem. That's the whole thing. See, my definition of self includes the mind. And I don't believe that the clone would have my would have my memories and, and well, lived my experiences. Well, let's just say it did, Ken. Would it, would it be you or would it not be you? Let's just say, for the sake of no arguments, then, that it yes, did. Then, yes, it would be. You think it would be? If it, yeah, if it, if it was a replica of me in every sense of the word, including my experiences, my memories, my, my lifetime of being, then yes. It would be Ken. For a few minutes. Before you killed it? No. Well, no, no. because <laughs> once they're both at the same once, spot and they're both branched off. Yeah. They are now different people. Now they yes, have because different they're now experience. having a different experiences because right. their eye, even the fact of their eyesight... Right. Being in different positions now creates them to be two different people. So momentarily. But up until yeah. the moment that the clone was conscious of itself, they were the same thing. I could go along with that answer. Yeah. I think if if memories are included in this, then yes, they are right. you until, like you said, it starts to diverge. Misty watercolored memory. Right. Yeah. Now, well, if the memories are not in the cellular level and it's the soul of the body... Then it's not you. Right. Yeah, but yeah, we who knows? Exactly. That's the mind body problem. Nobody's gonna ever gonna be able to answer that question. I mean it could be just a soulless automaton, like a zombie. We don't know how that works. Right. Well, we would be able to If tell... souls even exist, but we're not gonna get into that today. Well. There is actually a pretty good book series um, 
that involves this, uh, where there's a guy who they like cryogenically freeze him, and uh, at some point in the future, like scan his brain into a computer thing with this technology that doesn't like exist for a few minutes and then and then goes away. So he becomes like essentially just a robot living in a machine. He becomes a starship, really, that can replicate itself. So every once in a while, he makes a new copy of him with the original scan. So it was him and all of his memories up until the point where he died. And he wakes up, explains the situation to himself, and that new him, he's, his name is Bob. It's called the Bobiverse is this whole thing. And so that Bob picks a new name. It's like, well, you can't be Bob, but you, you know, be something else. And so he goes through his own past and life experiences and picks some pop culture reference to be his name or something, and then goes and lives his life as the same guy, but all these different experiences and different aspects of your personality, just the way that like you can think one way about something, and then maybe if you had it to do over again, would maybe come up with a different answer, just the way that the, the ball bounces, you know, the way that your mind jumps on different ways. And so he ends up basically the same person with slightly different personality traits that are stronger in him. Like, they're all in the same thing, but this one copy of him leans more towards, uh, they went down like a real D&D rabbit hole or something, and the other one was like a real music fanatic or something, and really latched onto those type of memories. And so they're all him, but they're all different. It's pretty interesting. It's like Moon, you know, Sam Rockwell, mm, a little never, like that, where that there's one. a bunch of clones of him, and he thinks he's going to go home, and he lays out in the bed, because he thinks his time is done, and then it destroys that clone, and another clone wakes up, and they just keep going. Have you seen Moon? No. You would like it. Okay, I'll have to check that out. Although I just kind of ruined it for you. <laughs> Spoiler alert. After the fact. <laughs> Damn it. Shit happens. It Remember does. Spoiler alert. It mm-hmm. does. So I think we answered this question pretty well. Yeah, it really comes down to the mind-body problem and all of it. And whether or not your memories of existence follow through with into your cells. And even after that point, once it's conscious, it's no longer you. It's, it's, it's Bob 2.0, like Dana explained. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. All right. The world, would, I, I, I pity the world with another me in it. I, I do too. I think I'd be okay with it. It would be weird. Like, would you like say, okay, you can, you exist, you're your own person now, but you can't live in the same city I do. Right. Well, okay, so. so. Or, you know, I'm going to stay here, you're going to go to work for me. You guys could switch off. Well, why don't you just do six months on, six months off together? So you get six months vacation all the time. Six months is a long time. Six months of working and six months off. I don't know how much stuff I could get done, though. Yeah, we could get a lot done. I could, t- I could take six months off and write my novel. Could yeah. it's true. Well, imagine if there were nearly infinite copies of you that were immortal and flying through the uh, cosmos. That's terrifying. Right? It is terrifying. <laughs> Absolutely mm-hmm. terrifying. All right. So, I mean, that was our initial question, and we did kind of start backwards, so we answered that pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're all happy with that answer. If you're not happy with that answer, go ahead and leave a suggestion. I mean, we won't care, but you can do so. And if um, not, fuck you. Uh, I wouldn't go that far, but yeah. Right. 
But that's kind of Jonathan's thing. Yeah. Yeah. We never did actually answer Ken's initial question of if you had, or Dana's, if you had sex with it. But that wasn't really the initial question. That was my initial question. Well, yeah. Well, um, no, because but we didn't the, answer that question. Well, we did. We did. By if answer- the clone is self-aware, right? At that point, you've become different people, right? Okay. So, so you wouldn't not- be masturbating. So, so if yeah. the clone comes into self-awareness after the act, yeah, because you're still staring down another. Man's yeah, but that's junk. essentially. I mean, like it's that. Your that means that, that means you were just having sex with someone who's unconscious. So you can't say go fuck yourself, and literally mm. do it. Mm-mm. Once I got done fucking myself. <laughs> I mean, you can fuck ourselves? <laughs> <laughs> Go fuck ourselves. <laughs> so, yeah, we did actually answer that question in a very nice way. Yeah, in a much more appropriate way than much more appropriate the, the way. question was posed. <laughs> right. Right. So, so, somebody talked to me about these uh, these private equity firms are buying up the dot orgs. That's frightening. Because I, f- I find it disturbing. It's very disturbing. As and a as, as as a person who works at a dot org, I I find this troubling. And if it happens, your cost for your website is going to go skyrocketing. It's high. going to skyrocket yeah. because basically what they're doing is they're cutting everybody out of the dot org business. They're buying up all the domains. Like if you have a organization called Happy Feet, they'll buy Happy Feet, Happiest Feet, The Happy Feet. A happy foot, you know, just so you can't buy your or your domain, and then when you want your domain, happily sell it to you for thousands and thousands of dollars. Yeah, that's what a monopoly does, right? right. Yeah. Then they can charge whatever because there's only one of it, so they can charge whatever they want for it, and basically that's going to cut out a lot of these organizations are nonprofits. They don't have the money to buy their domain like that. And there's no rules against this. There's no rules no. against this because they haven't gotten around to it, or because the internet they just... is the wild west. Yeah. And how would you how would you please it? Like you can only buy up to five domains as a company. I mean, that's one way to do it. You have to be a certified five hundred one c three in order to purchase a dot org domain. There you go. Yeah, I mean, there's things like that. Like, I mean, that would that would be the most sensible solution because forming a forming a five hundred one c three requires you to pay a fee for the designation, and you have to file annual returns and uh what's called a form 990 with the irs which discloses all of your revenues expenses salaries etc 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 and so all of that information is public i'm guessing the people who are doing this aren't going to want to have to share that information oh no yo you so, know they don't want they don't want you to know who they are but here's mm-hmm. what they'll do is they'll start a 5013 c 501c3 501c3 under the umbrella of their old their their big company and just do it that way. Yeah, but again, filing the creating setting up those five hundred one c threes for each company because we're talking about you know you said happy feet you named off six different dot orgs, right? But you don't have to. You can buy those. Like we can buy them right now. I know what I'm saying is to, to as a as, as a method of control, right? In order to obtain a dot org, you have to be registered as a nonprofit. Is is something like this? going to be the catalyst to maybe regulate it in that way? Probably not. You don't think so? So if somebody we, buys we, all the .orgs, you don't think seen, anybody's going to care? I think we've, well, the problem is I think we've already seen how the people who have the power to regulate these things respond to these kinds of situations, and none of it's good. <laughs> right. 
Like they just let mergers happen. Just, whatever. Well, because most of those people are the ones who they decline, are yeah, part they, of the company. They decline to exert this. their regulatory authority. Yeah. And they just let things run rampant. This is this is the problem. This is an ongoing problem with the internet. Right. So yeah, it's actually quite frightening. So if they're buying up all the .org domains in the hopes that somebody someday makes a company with the exact same name of their .org domain and then sell it, that just seems like a terrible business model and super douchey. Oh, absolutely. On both counts. Yeah, well... So what is their plan? We've already given up hope on humanity, so I'm not terribly surprised. Oh, I'm not surprised at all. Well, see, and that's the really irritating thing about it is capitalism is predicated on the notion that social services are should be provided by charities. Chair, well, yeah, charities are the government. The yeah. government in a capitalist society shouldn't be in the business of taking care of the less fortunate. Uh, you know, providing public services and but that's and, their and that's the job the, providing for the general welfare. Those things are supposed to be taken care of by charities. But here you have a situation where private business, capitalism, is put, creating barriers to, for charities to be able to do those, to provide those services. Right. So it's another situation of just excluding greater number of people from society as a whole, which is objectively terrible. But will continue. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It will continue unbridled and unchecked. So the worst part about this is there's somebody that's going to look at this this idea and say, why didn't I think about that? What can I buy up? Instead of us that are just horrified with it, there are people out there and businesses out there that say, oh, I'm going to buy all the dot bizzes, you know? Mm-hmm. Because if they're doing the orgs, that's smart. They think that's smart. They see that as, you know, smart fiscal sense, yeah, but then, we see it but as then you have to, terrifying. Yeah, then you have to think about what is, what's going to be, what, yeah, where, where's, where are you going to find the alternative to dot org when, when charities can no longer buy these, well, you know, find these available Why can't you make a new dot org? Domains? A new dot nerf. Dot charity. Yeah, dot char. Dot char. Like what's this? I mean, essentially, there's a nearly infinite possibility to the number of website domain names that could exist. Right now, they're limited by our choices to have them be .com, .biz, .org. So let them buy all the .orgs. Make new .cha and do that. And every time they do it, switch it again. Let them buy them all. We have to remember that there are... create a billion companies. ...other um, suffixes for, 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 for the internet. I mean... Right. I mean, .co.uk... Um, was it Tuvalu sold its .tv to so networks could put their their shows as you know whatever the name of the show is .tv, right? Like they were trying to they were trying to monetize their their domains. Oh, nice. So yeah, like every country has its own suffix, and they can use it for whatever the hell they want. Yeah, we owned a a .cc at one point. We did from the Cocos Islands. That's right. So, yeah, I mean, you could do it that way. But I think we can all agree that what this private equity firm is doing is super douchey. It's super douchey. Oh, absolutely. But I I would love to watch them spend tons of money to no avail doing this. It would be nice if they could do this and fail and everybody else could say, boy, that doesn't seem like a great idea. Let's not. It would be nice. But 
but they're buying. Not optimistic. Somebody's going to have the ten thousand dollars they want for the whatever. Right, and then they'll make money off of it because there you go. Or since it's private equity, they will uh, agree to uh, allow you to use that .org in exchange for a partnership agreement. GoDaddy. Yes. Which is well, GoDaddy would just be the facilitator of the sale right. to them. Right. So, who owns .org right now? Um, it is a nonprofit set up in two thousand two, mm-hmm. and they are called the Public Interest Registry, PIR. Nice. Yeah. So. Uh, PIR would be sold to the Internet Society to invest in Ethos Capital for $1.135 billion. Wow, that's expensive. And then they would just own .org. So they're owning .org by itself. The encompassment of all .orgs, but it would be they own the extension for .org. So since the price is set by the people who own it and then that price is then marked up for GoDaddy or whatever hosting you know domain host you want to buy so if they say the price is $10 and GoDaddy wants to make $5 what right now is $10 would then become 15 and the race is on so yep and the race is on and prices go up and up and up and up because if they're the only ones that own it they can charge whatever the hell they want yeah but there's already a company that owns it I see what you're saying. Yeah, but it was a non-profit at one point. Well, right. This now it's not, not a non-profit. Yeah, but at one point... This is going to be like insulin. At one point, this was right. actually owned by a private person. A single person owned this before. So can we create and own a dot something? If we run the servers for it, yeah. Hmm. So the thing is we just don't have the hardware for it. Or the capital. Especially the capital. So, Danon, you cannot own dot nuts. That is brilliant, and I feel (laughs) like you could definitely get porn as like a whole to move over to dot nuts. Can you just imagine go to Pete's nuts dot Pete dot nuts Pete dot nuts Pete's dot nuts. I think it'd be great. D's dot nuts D's dot nuts. (laughs) That would have to be the main website though. You couldn't give that one away. No, no. I mean, we'd own all of them first, and then we just wouldn't handle. That's the gateway. That's how you find out about. That's what. That's where we market the dot nuts. Exactly. And it's got to be dot nuts with a Z. N-U-T-Z. Obs. I don't know about that. No? It sounds kind of tacky. No? Well, that's the whole point of this. <laughs> There's nothing about this that's not tacky. There's a lot of things that aren't tacky about this, if you think about tacky it. Tacky dot nuts? No, lubrication. <laughs> tacky dot nuts is funny. Mm-hmm. Sweaty dot nuts. Yeah, we gotta we gotta it find a way like to get saying, some servers. It sounds like you're saying donuts, like dot nuts. Dot nuts. <laughs> you're just saying donuts really bad. I like these dot nuts. <laughs> Have you been to these dot net URLs? These jelly filled dot nuts. <laughs> jelly filled dot nuts. <laughs> See? Oh, that's the first name. That's the name of the first porn site. <laughs> jelly filled dot, dot nuts. nuts. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So when we come back. What did you print these off, by the way? What? No. You didn't print them off this time, did you? You didn't All do. Right. Mo- I don't have my phone. I left it at work. Well, we will figure this out. Yeah, when we, we get all, back. Well, we're all kinds of fucked up today. And just so you know that today is brought to you by Taco Bell because every single one of us had Taco Bell. And I've been eating it for the la- through, all the way through the last segment. <laughs> 
Yeah, for the last 24 minutes, Ken's been eating Taco Bell. You probably heard him munching and yeah, farting. I kept, or whatever. I kept muting him on and off. Super delicious. When he was, he would chew, I'd be like, oh, you're muted. And just so you know, he had chalupas. Chalupa. All, All right, right, when we come back. When we come back. We've got. Ken Bell. talks about pyramid schemes. Yep. And his personal experience story of being involved with them. When we come back. And it's a doozy. Hold on to your hats. When we come back. In a moment. We're not back yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> Just keep waiting. Still not Wait back. Wait for it. Keep waiting. Wait for it. Okay, we're back. All right, we are back. So, last year... Last year? It's been a whole year since we've experienced this. We've done in one of our greatest episodes, actually... Um, the Bad Sex Awards. So basically, the Bad Sex Awards is bad sex writing. And last year we got to uh, breast boobly down, breast the boobly down the stairs. I think Nixon even read one last year. But uh, this year we have they just came out. We have brand new ones to read, and we're gonna start it off with the River Capture by Mary Costello. He clung to her, crying, and then made love to her and went far inside her, and she begged him to go deeper. And no longer afraid of injuring her, he went deep in mind and body and among crowding organ cavities, past the contours of her lungs and liver, wait, wait, wait. and he shimmying all... past her heart. He felt her perfection. <laughs> he went all the way, dude. Yeah. The, like, is the he, whole... Is he Ant-Man? And he well, just started swimming? <laughs> Have you seen hentai? <laughs> <laughs> was he is a, uh, is he a salmon and he just kind of went upstream? It, right past the lungs and liver, man. And in that order, that order by the way. That order, by the way. <laughs> lungs, liver, heart. So it went backwards. Yeah, no, he, I mean, up, back, down. It coiled around. Yep. Up, down, all around. All it right, was so around. funny, she shot semen out her nose. It was great. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> this is your past and hentai coming back, isn't it? All right. Yeah, we'll go with past. <laughs> <laughs> he means yesterday. Uh, yeah. So this is from <clears throat> The Office of Gardens and Ponds by Didier DeCoin. Diddy who? Her. <laughs> Diddy her coin? <laughs> it's Didier DeCoin. Oh, just, God. Yeah. Please let that have been their name. Yeah. Like the, the, the fake writer. I know. Yeah. Diddy and coin? Diddy or coin. Diddy or coin. Here we go. <clears throat> the earthy taste surprised her when he was alive when it swelled inside Mayuki's mouth Katsuro's penis had tasted of raw fish of warm young bamboo shoots and of fresh almonds when she finally released its juices now it was insipid and muddy to her tongue like the pools of the temples of Hainkiao when the office of gardens and pounds had them drained for cleaning Mayuki had loved this man not that he was a very good lover but what did she know, after all, since she had experienced no one but him? He used to upset her by the way he silently loomed up behind her and took her by the shoulders, his nails scratching her flesh, his strong breath enveloping her neck, a smell of ripe fruit and poorly tanned leather. His knee pushing against her lower back to open her tunic and expose a portion of naked flesh, against which he would then rub his organ as if he were furtively making omelet rolls. <laughs> <laughs> he with, did not his derive tears, his yeah. pleasure without her but in front of her 
and differently. Bit ominous, that last part. <laughs> what the hell? Differently? So basically he raped her and she liked it? I don't um, I don't know. It seems like he started just like working it in front of her. And also, why does his dick taste like fish and bamboo shoots and his <laughs> mouth smells like leather? I don't know. Like, I think the weirdest one here that actually made me laugh. Because he's homeless. <laughs> <laughs> I think the lie that made me laugh the most is making omelet rolls. Right. Like, <laughs> like what does that even mean? You like, would rub as furtively as if you don't roll omelet omelets. Roll. Like, you well, flip them. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. And do you roll them in an ass? Is that how that works? <laughs> Not to my knowledge. Her? And wiggle like I mean, I've, I've, never, I've never been properly trained in the, pre- in the, in the preparation well, of omelets, but I don't that's think it. so. I'm actually a pretty bad cook, so shouldn't critique his, Maybe this is what his, you've been uh, doing wrong the whole time. <laughs> right. <laughs> Maybe you need to be making omelet rolls, dude. So well, next time you're in that mood, just I'll think omelet shot. rolls. And then I'll invite you guys over. You can taste my, my omelet rolls uh, that I will clearly be making with my penis. And <laughs> Put a little bit of See, yourself in everything you make. A little steak on it. <laughs> Oh man! Okay, that one was that one was bad. That was interesting. That might be the winner. <clears throat> We've got another one, and next, City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. I want to go there. I want to go to there now, please. There was a sensation occurring here that I didn't even know could occur. I took the sharpest inhale of my life, <clears throat> and I'm not sure. I let my breath out for another ten minutes. I do feel that I lost the ability to see and hear for a while, and that something might have short-circuited in my brain, something that has probably never been fully fixed since my whole being was astonished. I could hear myself making noises like an animal, and my legs were shaking uncontrollably, not that I was trying to control them, mind you. And my hands were gripping down so hard over my face that I left fingernail divots in my own skull. Then it became more... And after that, it became even more still. Then I screamed as though I was being run over by a train. And that long arm of his was reaching up again to paw my mouth. And I bit into his hand the way a wounded soldier bites on a bullet. And then it was the most. And I more or less died. The end. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you. That was... <laughs> that one wasn't that bad. But it was pretty stupid. Was yeah, it was I think <laughs> the only reason it wasn't that bad, though, was because of the way you actually read it. It's because I read it correctly? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think if you were to read it in your normal voice, it would have sounded horrible. Well, that's why I'm an artiste! <laughs> right. Well, and it was kind of confusing, actually, just reading it. I, th- I heard it a different way when you read it. So then it became more, and after that it became even more still, like... Even more than that, and I had read it first as like then everything just like went still, <laughs> like she's just oh, shaking, up even more and then still. like went catatonic because then she died at the end. So I was thinking she just like passed out and like flatlined at that point, and then died. Ah, but it, I think it was still going up at the point. Saved by my reading, right? Well, I mean, I think you should read it normal just so we can judge how it goes. What you couldn't judge that, right? No, no I, I want to see both ends of the spectrum here. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We'll do the rest of them, and we'll come back to it again. No, let's do it right now. So no, no. Wait. They don't no. have to wait. We'll cleanse the palate, and then come back. All right. Who's next? Next is Pax by John Harvey. She gave a yet deeper moaning sigh. <laughs> 
Like breathing in, he saw a word he had said shiver and spanned inside of her. Her arms moved now and flexed. Out of here, Venus to Milo. He watched the life, the, the death life gr fill her growingly. She grabbed and caressed him with more muscle, more zest than ever before. Her long, lean arms were spider arms while, he, while her kisses roved and dug. I see it, he said. <laughs> you are a female praying mantis devouring her mate. I am. You are. I shall eat every shred of you. Mouthful by mouthful. Exactly. Ah, but boy, you taste good. She licked her lips and pulled him close. But now he was clasping too. It was kind of slow wrestling while they knitted each other into loose slipping knot. He was upside down over her, loving her bush and lit kissing like eating her inner thighs. Till at last they loved fully and laid back later. She did not chatter. Her arms stirred in a luxurious, dulcetory twining. Very good, Ken. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. There's a lot of words there. There's a lot of words there. <laughs> I recognized all of the words that were used in that story. The, not all the, of them. The manner in which they were strung together what? did not make a whole lot of no. sense to and me. And you even changed some of them. And it's I still, did. It an attempt to make it more understandable. And it still didn't sound good. No, it was terrible. <laughs> like, there's, there's nowhere to go from that. <laughs> it was a lot so bad. of brick walls that your brain keeps running up against because you, you I, tend to expect certain things. I have a question for the adults. That's what? none of us. <laughs> Do we need to go find an adult? Yeah. You're an adult? We need, we need an adult. We need an adult. What the hell is lick kissing? We don't know. That's why this is so crazy. I they did. were knitting each other into a loose slipping knot. He was upside down over loving her bush and lick kissing like. Lick kissing like. She's eating. a praying mantis? Yeah, which means she's going to devour right. his head. Well, and the death was, life is that code? filled her growingly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what yeah. filled her. The growingly. death life filled her growingly. Yeah, that like, that's not even a real sentence. No, that's just like boggle. Also, I guess like, death life is not a real word. No, what if death life death life is the name of his penis, which is what like brings oh, things back to life. And that's, that's it's just it's out not, of context. It's not, it's not a proper context. name. If we had so. read the first chapter, we would have known that he named his penis Death Life. Exactly. See, right. we're missing parts of this. Okay, that we can't judge all these by the book. That's on us. Okay. <laughs> all right. No, and I don't want to save that. <laughs> for our final excerpt, the Electric Hotel by Dominic. Smith. Let's see. The actual lovemaking was a series of cryptic clues and concealed pleasures, a sexual treasure hunt. She asked him for something, then changed her mind. He made adjustments and calibrations, awaited further instruction. For most of the proceedings, he felt his own desire as if it were tethered to a wire, a bright red balloon floating in his peripheral vision. But eventually he burst through. It was toward the end as their breathing quickened. Her stage directions had stalled out into silence. He looked to his right and noticed the scene in the smoky lens of the mirror above the bureau. He saw his own body move with the steady rhythm of a bellows blowing air at the base of a fire. It brought back the early experiments at the Photographic Society in Paris. The wiring of a bird's feet to a camera gun, the mounting tension 
and uplift before a surge of exasperated flight. His own face back in the mirror, open mouth flushed, euphoric, was a wild, strange thing to him. A beguiled stranger he'd never met, held in place by an infinite loop. His eyes locked on Sabine's in the mirror, and he could see that she was pleased with her staging, with her hair fanning across the pillow, with the way her ankles locked about his calves so that her long white feet formed a perfect V. And it was the act of looking back at the film strip juddering above the bureau that sent her into final boisterous delirium. She bit his shoulder then, whispered into the mirror, Nervous voila, catching her breath. There we are. What? Okay. Like, what? what is that? Is that Sex in the Age of Instagram? Is that what we're talking about here? It might be. It might be something like Sex in the Age of Instagram. Well, it's uh, like art school bullshit, I think, mostly. Yeah, it's art Yeah, school. this yeah. is like how every white girl thinks that they take a black and white photo of a chair and a shadow that they're suddenly a photographer. Yeah. Yeah, and, and that's, what, that's yeah. how this guy wrote. Yeah. Like, he wrote this at a Starbucks. Oh, yeah. On did. his laptop with a macchiato. <laughs> And right. a scarf on. Yeah, a scarf. Yeah. And does he possi- have... Possibly a beret. I was going to say, does he have a beret? He's wearing a beret. Yeah. It's not even a raspberry no, beret. I, it's just guy, a beret. No, this guy's wearing a fedora. No. No, no this Trilby, is... maybe. Maybe. Most likely, he's just wearing a beret. I feel like it's a beret guy, and I feel like he has facial hair. A wax like, mustache. Like, well-groomed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, All right. Uh... Do, you, do you guys want me to, to give another go at City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert? Do you want me to try this again? It's somehow going to make more no, more sense? I don't know. Or, or be funnier? It's not going to be funnier, but I could read it again. Man, you, you guys, are, I don't need to hear it. You though. guys are all wrong about this guy. About who? Dominic Smith. Oh, you did you look oh. him up? Oh fuck yeah, I did. The electric. I had Hotel. to know. The Electric Hotel by Dominic Smith. Is he just like this pasty guy? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lives in his grandma's basement. Hold on, turning. Nah. Oh, he's a total pasty guy. Oh my like god! A, he looks wow. like a heavier Bill Gates. You know what? He's an incel. That's what he is. Oh, he's an insurance salesman. Is what <laughs> he is. <laughs> he does look like an insurance salesman. He's both of those things. <laughs> if you want to fight Pete, come on to the show. <laughs> Who? Right. Dominic Smith? Exactly. Yeah, we haven't changed, challenged anybody to a fight in a while. Oh, I know he gave up. Tom Cruise. After that, he just gave up. Right. Well, I mean, that was a serious ass kicking. He knows he'd wreck Tom Cruise, that's why. That's right. So, ladies and gentlemen, those were the five nominees for the worst sex writing of the year. We actually enjoy reading those. Usually we think they're pretty fun. you got to reread the one. It's pretty terrible. I think we should just have Nixon reread it. No, I want to hear it in your normal voice. Why do you want to hear my normal voice? That's my boring voice. Because your other voice made it actually seem decent. For God's sake, just read it so he'll shut up about it. (laughs) Okay. City of Girls by Elizabeth Gilbert. There was a sensation occurring here that I didn't even know could occur. I took the sharpest inhale of my life, and I'm not sure I let my breath out for another ten minutes. I do feel that I lost the ability to see and hear for a while, and that something might have short-circuited my brain, something that has probably never been fully fixed since. My whole being was astonished. I could hear myself making noises like an animal, and my legs were shaking uncontrollably, not that I was trying to control them and my hands were gripping down so hard over my face that I left fingernail divots in my own skull. Then it became more, and after that it became even more still. 
Then I screamed, as though I was being run over by a train, and that long arm of his was reaching up again to palm my mouth, and I bit into his hand the way a wounded soldier bites on a bullet. And then it was the most, and I more or less died. Yeah, it sounds horrible now. You made it sound so perfect earlier, like the way you read the stuff. How does that sound, Dayton? Perfect is pretty generous. <laughs> it was terrible both times, and it's not because you were reading it. It's just, it's just terrible. Right. It's just bad writing. Yeah, yeah but the acting pulled it off. I, I, I feel like I pulled it off with the acting. It gave you something it, to it listen did. to while the words were happening. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> both times I didn't pay attention. I was just backgrounding it, and the first time I felt something. The second time just now, not so much. Ah. There you go. Ooh, you aroused Jonathan. I did. I, I'm good at that, though. It's been <laughs> yeah, a while. He, that he is. Yeah, you have to watch. Mm. When I walk into the fishbowl at work, he gets mm. a little heated. Watch the, especially in the winter, you just watch the windows fog over. <laughs> you have to turn the fans on. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We do have two fans of the fishbowl, too. All right, folks. When we come back, what do we got? Pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes. Pyramid schemes. Sign up now. <laughs> In 2004, a new company called Vima Nutrition started offering a life-changing opportunity to earn full-time income for part-time work. Vima's offer was open to everybody, regardless of prior experience or education. There were only two steps to get started earning. Purchase a $500 to $600 kit of their liquid nutrition products and recruit two more members to do the same. Vima Nutrition Company grew quickly, becoming a global operation that brought in 30,000 new members per month at its peak. There was just one problem. While the company generated $200 million of annual revenue by 2013, the vast majority of participants earned less than they paid in. Vima was eventually charged with operating a pyramid scheme, a common type of fraud where members make money by recruiting more people to buy in. Typically, the founder solicits an initial group of people to buy in and promote the scheme. They are then encouraged to recruit others and promised part of the money those people invest, while the founder also takes a share. The pattern repeats for each group of new participants, with money from recent arrivals funneled to those who recruited them. This differs from a Ponzi scheme, where the founders recruit new members and secretly use their fees to pay existing members who think the payments come from a legitimate investment. As a pyramid scheme grows, it becomes increasingly difficult for new recruits to make money. That's because the number of participants expands exponentially. Take a structure where each person has to recruit six people to earn a profit. The founder recruits six people to start, and each of them recruits six more. There are 36 people in that second round of recruits, who then each recruit six people a total of 216 new recruits. By the 12th round of recruiting, the 2.1 billion newest members would have to recruit over 13 billion more people total to make money, more than the entire world population. In this scenario, the most recent recruits, over 80% of the scheme's participants, lose all the money they paid in. And in real life, many earlier joiners lose out too. Pyramid schemes are illegal in most countries, but they can be difficult to detect. They're presented as many different things, including gifting groups, investment clubs, and multi-level marketing businesses. 
The distinction between pyramid schemes and legitimate multi-level marketing can be particularly hazy. In theory, the difference is that the members of the multi-level marketing companies primarily earn compensation from selling a particular product or a service to retail customers, while pyramid schemes primarily compensate members for recruitment of new sellers. In practice, though, many multi-level marketing companies make it all but impossible for members to profit purely through sales. And many pyramid schemes, like Vima Nutrition, disguise themselves as legal multi-level marketing businesses, using a product or service to hide the pay and recruit structure. Many pyramid schemes also capitalize on already existing trust within churches, immigrant communities, or other tightly knit groups. The first few members are encouraged to report a good experience before they actually start making a profit. Others in their network follow their example and the schemes balloon in size before it becomes clear that most members aren't actually profiting. Often, the victims are embarrassed into silence. Pyramid schemes entice people with the promise of opportunity and empowerment. So when members don't end up making money, they can blame themselves rather than the scheme, thinking they weren't tenacious enough to earn the returns promised. Some victims keep trying, investing in multiple schemes and losing money each time. In spite of all these factors, there are ways to spot a pyramid scheme. Time pressure is one red flag. Be wary of directives to act now or miss a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Promises of large, life-altering amounts of income are also suspect. And finally, a legitimate multi-level marketing business shouldn't require members to pay for the opportunity to sell a product or service. Pyramid schemes can be incredibly destructive to individuals, communities, and even entire countries. But you can fight fire with fire by sending this video to three people you know and encouraging them to do the same. So, While we're at it, here are a couple other things we can... So is this video a pyramid scheme in itself? Send it to three other people so I can be paid by YouTube. Well, yeah, it's it's not really a pyramid scheme. They just, they're just going for hits there. That's actually from TED, by the way. So Was it a TED Talk? It was a TED Talk. They're pretty decent people. <clears throat> cool. So, who's been involved in a pyramid scheme? I've been invited I've, to several. I've well, not been, yeah, I've, I've been, I've been involved, inv actually directly involved in a pyramid scheme, but I have had interactions with, uh, with pyramid schemes. Yeah, I was involved in one when I was young, um, and Jonathan was also. Cutco. Cutco knives. Yep. Um, I <laughs> mean, I have was. a set of their knives. They're really nice, if it counts for anything. But yeah, I sold some isn't knives cut, and then isn't realized. Cutco, what it was. technically speaking, a multi-level marketing company. It is because you're it, actually selling a product. You are actually selling no, you a product, had, but, you but had it's the, also a pyramid scheme. Yeah, well, see, that's it's that it's that combination. No, because the multi-level marketing doesn't force you to buy anything. You had to buy your first kit with Cutco. That's true. You did have to buy your first kit. At least when I was involved in it. Um, and I never bought into it. I never actually paid it, but I did go to like the big group meeting that they had. The group meeting where they played softball the or something. The pep rally. It was over on Miller Road by the yep. IO Software. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and we all went upstairs, and there were a couple people from high school I was with and stuff. And uh, yeah, then you had a one-on-one -on -one meeting with the lady after the big group talk. And she's like, "Yeah, you were, you were right up front. You'd be really good for this." And she goes, it's just $150 today, and then you can start going out and selling. Yep, that's what it was. 
Yeah, because you had to buy your kit, your, your opening kit. Yeah, you did. Well, like Lululemon, for example, which is uh, pants, for those of you. <laughs> okay, I don't know. They sell their yoga pants, essentially. Okay. Like um, LuLaRoe? Like okay. LuLaRoe, that's what I'm thinking, LuLaRoe. Oh, okay. Um, you actually have to buy the stuff. But that's... But you're selling the stuff that you bought. Right. But with the knives, you were buying just a kit that you actually kept your kit. Is that how Pete got the knives? Yeah. Yeah. You bought your kit, and then you... Just well, it's important to be able to speak from experience when selling them. Well, that's what I figured. But I was young and stupid, and then I realized what it was, like, four months after the fact. Did you... Um, the knives you, are really nice. Did you actually get a paycheck at all? Yeah, I think I made um, about a hundred bucks each week, so I did actually get money from it. But okay, so you you profited. You paid your hundred fifty to get in. I profited. Made a hundred dollars a week for two months. How or many months. how many sets of knives did you sell? Quite a few. I don't remember. It was so, really new though when we graduated. High it school. was brand new. So, and but, but it like okay, so I needed a job. Pyramid. The way pyramid schemes work is. You're going to sell something, and everybody above you is going to get a cut of it. Well, they did. So if you're pulling down a hundred, I'm pulling down a hundred, but I'm selling like four sets a week at two hundred and fifty bucks a pop. So you're selling a thousand, you're getting a tenth. Yeah. Everything else is going to. <laughs> yep, and that's when I figured it out. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Took you four months to do the math on that one. I was young and stupid, man. Right? Yeah. Hey, he was making hundred bucks a week back then. I that thought was, I was making that money, was decent money back then. But I was an idiot, so. Yeah. But I learned. I almost did one of those selling coupon books. Oh, the coupon! Oh, books. Yeah, I remember yeah. those coupon too. Books, yeah. yeah, I showed up to the meeting on that one, and then I went to a meeting, another one, actually just two years ago, that somebody who I th- had been doing business with, like photography-wise, and was a manager at a bank. Apparently is not there anymore. Uh, I was like, "Oh, hey, come to this thing." And I was like, "Okay, maybe networking." And it's like, "Oh, this is this is totally a no. I'm not going to do this." This is a pyramid scam. Yeah. Well, yeah. What was it? I don't really remember. It was one that had a product. You were going to sell shakes or some bullshit. Oh, um, uh, one of the shake then, ones. Like, yeah, remember what was the other like one? That. Django juice or something? Um, God, I was trying to wreck my brain around. We had them all the time. They were coming into Office Max. Yeah, Django Z- juice. Uh, Zango. Zango, yeah. It was with a, uh, an axe, I think. Zango juice. I wonder if they're still in business. I don't right. know, man. And then there was another one, Jumba juice. Yeah, and then that there was... That was the one that one of our mutual friends was in. Yep. My uncle came and talked to me once about Team of Destiny. Uh, yeah. Remember Team of Destiny? <laughs> yes. And, like, this was when I was a little bit more wiser to the scheme, and he'd come in, and I, 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 I drew a triangle on his sheet. Yeah, you know, and he didn't. He didn't get, get it. it. No, because why? Why would you? I'm going to be making six figures inside of a year. Yeah, no. you don't understand. <laughs> you're not understanding, Pete. The guy We're at the top's going to be making six figures. Yes, I mean we have one pyramid scheme that built a city in Michigan, right, Ken? It built a city. It, it launched an empire. Arguably, the most successful pyramid scheme of all time. Of all time. Does anybody know who it is? Anybody? 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 Jonathan, I, I think you talked. Let about me tell you about the Amway, Amway. Corporation. Yes, uh, and Grand Rapids <coughs> Van Andel Arena. So, but here's the thing: is Amway is actually a DeVos Children's Hospital, a multi-level marketing company. 
not Technic- when it started. Technically speaking, it, it is. is because there are products that you sell. Right. <clears throat> but, but when it started... The idea behind Amway is to phase yourself out of selling products by getting people underneath of you to sell them for you. Right. Which is the which is the pyramid scheme part of it. Yeah, so mm. apparently this was went through the FTC and they ruled that Amway is not a pyramid scheme. Well, because Amway has billions and billions of dollars. And mm-hmm. of course they'll rule it that. They don't want to upset a billion dollar I've, company. I've known and I'm not going to name any names, but I have been related through marriage to people who were in Amway. And it is very much a pyramid scheme. Yep. Now, in the defense of Amway and Amway products, they are decent quality products. I don't know. I'm not really I've, I've used I've used several of them because they were in my home and I had no alternative choice. Mm-hmm. And they are effective. Uh, they, I, I've, I've, I've used, a, for a number of years, uh, a person, again, I'm not going to name any names, but someone who I was married to, uh, refused to use anything but an Amway vacuum, and it was a very good vacuum. Was it better than the Shark or a Dyson? Uh, it was better than a Shark. I'm not going to, I'm not sure it was better than a Dyson, I love my but sharks. when properly cleaned and maintained, it could, it could be on par with a Dyson. Okay. It was, it was a very good Vacuum. Um, I've been to Amway rallies. <laughs> and man, if there was anything more mom and apple pie American than an Amway rally, <laughs> I've no I've not seen it. Really? Oh, it's the Amer- the, the Amway is the American way. Ah, that's the whole they yeah, there's nothing more patriotic than than, than being a, being an Amway. There's your genius. They say the pledge of allegiance before the before the uh, before the rally starts. It's a massive pep rally. Everybody gets excited. You, t- you get to talk to these people. They had these people up on stage who went diamond. They had because di- they have different levels, you know, as you as you as you move up. Oh yeah, well that's what a pyramid and, scheme. Yeah, is. see exactly. And then when you hit the diamond level, that's like you know where you're like, diamond level. There are so many. You've got such a network underneath of you selling all this stuff for you. That you don't even have to work. You can just you're basically retired with lifetime income. You're just raking in the dough. Now you have to work. You got to do these rallies, and you got to get out there, and you got to jazz people up to to sell this right. stuff. Because there's probably a lot of turnover it's at high, the bottom it's a, it's of a, it's your. A, it's a high diamond. turnover, but you get these people excited. You get them in there, and you take them one of these rallies where everybody's family and everybody's right. friends and everybody's, you know, they're out there and they're excited about this stuff, and you go into uh, you know so you so you get diamond in Amway and you're just. You see, they 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 uh, they're these uh, they have these books, like catalogs, kind of, except there are people in them, and it was like they're sta- it's like taken from a helicopter. They bring in this helicopter, and it's you standing in front of your big house with your Cadillac and your in your RV and your snowmobiles and all this stuff pulled out of your garage and in the driveway and just like look at all the stuff that Amway got me. This is how oh my god, look at all this stuff. It's so great. I've been so successful, and they make you want. They make you buy that. They make you buy into that dream. That's the whole point. Do they actually make you buy the catalog? No, you don't have to buy it. It's it's free. <laughs> I was but they, say. but they, they 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 make you want it. They make you want it hardcore. Yeah. And uh, I've been to a couple of events too. They used to. They the, um, we went to uh, Edmore, Michigan, which is up by Alma, St. Louis area, 
and they have drag races. They have Amway drag races? Drag races. And anyway, yes, Elmer. (laughs) (laughs) They have Amway drag races? (laughs) On a side note earlier today, Pete actually said, wouldn't it be great if I could... (laughs) I did. (laughs) Wouldn't it be great if I could just send you words? (laughs) I bet... Said my voice, and he said, you mean like a phone call? And I was like, shut up. So I said, do you mean a text message? Yeah, it was and ridiculous. He, I don't know like, what my no, brain I want to send you my voice. And I was like, a phone call. I'm like, no, like a walkie-talkie, damn it. So then I said, like, next tell. Yeah, it was ridiculous. I lost. Disturbing. Anyways, continue. So we, this, uh, we, so we go to this. So we go to this. They rented a. They rented out a drag strip for the day, and you could enter anything you wanted to into this race. Like you could ride a skateboard. I got no. I got to see like a a nineteen ninety six Chevy Impala drag race against a school bus. Okay. Like a motorhome and just like whatever you felt like a VW van versus a tractor, like just. Drive whatever you want there, enter it into the race, and then they just pair you up. Okay, that's weird. Right, I'm not against that. No, I mean, it's just weird. Right. It's really odd. It's I so still random. would have went with Rocket Skateboard. Or well, just it's ran. like Rocket Powered Outhouse. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. So, um, yeah, I... I uh, I've I've been intimately acquainted with the uh, with the Amway. It's easy to lifestyle. catch the fever on those things. Oh, they do. Yeah, they, I mean, it's a. It's everybody very, does want a bunch of easy money. Everything is very carefully stage managed. And the thing about like, this was at high school. In a gymnasium. Right. Actually, no. I was sorry. It was in an auditorium. Did they have like a and, dunk team? And I was a, uh, I was a guy. I, I was a, I was a theater guy in in high school. So I paid attention to like you know how. How things in auditoriums work, and how you know uh, they, how they work the curtains and all the technical aspects. That's really what I was interested in. So I was really like, I was very aware of how stage managed this whole thing was, and how and, and the lengths they went through to create this atmosphere. And there, I had no trouble understanding why they were so successful because they were that good. Yeah, well, that's what they do. That's the whole point. Their business is not selling things. No, no, it's creating. Their business is selling the idea. It's cre- to people. It, 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 yeah, it's it's creating the the idea of wealth. And that's the whole business of this because these things have popped up for what essential oils now. They popped up for jewelry. They popped up for CBD. Oh man, so, CBD! That's the big thing now. Yeah, and and you're starting to see these pyramid schemes pop up about CBD. Yep. So can we start selling health shakes? Health shakes. I mean, they're mostly drugs. Well, I mean, yeah. yeah. Let's bring back meth. Like, right? The twenties are coming. Let's put the coke back in coke. That's what I'm saying. Let's sell that. So we need to. Okay, but seriously though, is it gonna be a pyramid scheme that we'd start, or a church, or both? Why not both? Right? Why not? That's what I'm saying because it's basically the same thing. You get people all jazzed up on whatever it is you're selling, get them to give you money for free. And we can have Mexican Coke. And they could. And we can have Mexican that real, real cane sugar. Right? Yeah, Mexico. Right, right, right. With the real cocaine right. in it again. Right. With I mean, obviously. Yeah. Let's go full blown. You know. Right. Put well, the and then we'll do like diet, but that one's like meth and aspartame. We'll right, have right, 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 <laughs> the two with, with Mentos on the side. 
Yeah. Oh, and then and then can we have piñatas? Mm-hmm. Can I we love put, piñatas. We can then, have piñatas whenever you want. And But the piñatas are actually the dead bodies from the people who don't do what they're supposed to do. <sighs> so you take it to the rally, and everyone's all like American Pie and, la- and laughing about stuff. And they're beating the shit stuff. out of this thing, and the next thing and you know, there's a severed arm on the ground. Corpse fall right out of it. Exactly. That's where you get them. See, that's what they're missing, is they just keep trying to go up, 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 up. You need to bring them back down right at the end, just to snap. This to really lock you. them in. Well, then that's when, that? that's when we shift it into the religion, where they really need to pay attention. What just fell? Boy, boy, oh. crazy boy, be cool, boy. I don't know what just happened. That was Ken's version of West Side Story. Oh. If or at least a you, song from West Side if Story. If you say so. I do say so. Mm. All right, pyramid schemes. Are they good? Yes. If you're at the top. If you're at the, <laughs> pyramid if you, scheme, if like you, with capitalism and everything else in the world, if you're on top, it's awesome. So, right. so we start one, let it run for just a year and a half, yeah. and then we bail. Mm-hmm. Let's play. Like, hey, you're in charge. Yep, take your money, cash out. Don't mm-hmm. join it, start it. <laughs> I'm okay with that. That's the secret. That's. <laughs> Let's write that book. What's the secret of success? Start a pyramid scheme. Like that. That's it. The rest of the pages are blank. End. <laughs> Finn. Fill the rest of the pages in with how good it goes. Right. right. Well, with your inspiration. Sell the book for 50 bucks a piece. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, there's your money. And then get you're people done. underneath you. Then you're done. For you. yeah. And it's got an NDA. Like, you have to sign the NDA before you can crack it open. The non-disclosure agreement. Right. You can't talk about what's in this book. Yep. Gotta keep the secret a secret. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, the secret couldn't do that. They it's let it secret. out. It's a secret. Yeah. All right. So, pyramid schemes are bad. So, what do we got next? Does it fart? Are we going to find out what no, farts? we don't have farts. We have how to tell a love when they're calling their cables wrong. Oh, that's Ken. I know. That's Ken's story. Ken, how do you tell love when they're coiling their cables wrong? By telling them they're coiling their cables wrong. Prove it. Good story. <laughs> oh, that <Wait>. was quick. <laughs> Good job, Ken. Stay uh, tuned, stay tuned for the answer. See, I keep being surprised that that was an actual article. It was. We found it and posted oh. it, so I was like, well, Ken posted something, we gotta talk about it. <laughs> Why are you taking your headphones off? Because I, I need a break. Oh, okay. We're taking a break, everybody. <laughs> Professionally. <laughs> yeah, what? tell me we're gonna go. We're going. Go. <laughs> you haven't you been started early every time, already? and we've been talking about going. We're finally clothes. ready to be for you to start early, you don't do it. And you're like, I'm ordering my groceries. <laughs> I am not ordering groceries today. Let me go. I ordered a, I ordered a ham. You're done. <laughs> I'm ordering a ham. <laughs> Here comes the bologna sandwich. And then for some reason, for some reason, J-Bo and Pete's head sounds like U.S. Senator Saxon Chambliss. <laughs> Here comes the roast chipmunk. I don't know. I don't know what you buy, dude. You should probably plug me back in. I'm not plugging your mic back in. Where can you You're even done? Where can you even shop online that sells roast chipmunk? I don't know, but I'll go find out right now. <laughs> like if you're gonna if you're gonna waste your time online doing something, that should be it. All right, are we are we rolling now? We have been. Can Ted can Ken talk about his cables going? Pete, on? have you ever been in a band? No. No. 
Well, then this story's not for you. <laughs> the answer is, I've been around bands. Coiling cables is an everyday part of live shows. When done incorrectly, however, it can be a heartbreaking to watch a loved one, or oftentimes a bandmate. So I have to interrupt Make the same mistakes second. over and over again. Did you find the chipmunks? What are you doing? Chipmunks roasting on an open fire. There you go. That's all you need for Christmas. Hot sauce dripping from their toes. Oh my god. <laughs> Yuletide squirrels, fresh filleted by the choir. People are so bored. Worst choir ever, right? Everybody knows some pepper and a garlic clove. Very Christmassy. I thought it was funny. That's what came up when you Google roasted chipmunk, by the way. (laughs) Well, at least it wasn't a store. I haven't dog fired off yet. Hold on. All right, Ken, go ahead with your coiling cables. No, I was not in the band, but I know of one. It can be heartbreaking to watch a loved one make the same mistakes over and over again. Know that you're not alone and that help is available. How, Ken? How do do, do you help me? Scientists have come up with what they call the ISIS method. Ooh. ISIS is to identify, suggest, intervene, and support. Identify the problem. Before confrontation, it's important to have your facts straight. If this impromptu roadie packaging your XLRs wrong is just using a different but equally effective method than the one you prefer, either way, this person is wrong. Yeah, they are. They have been improperly trained, or do they just not care? Firmly identifying the problem will affect how you continue the intervention. Oh, fun fact. Uh Incorrect coiling of the cables is that leading cause of that weird humming noise. It oh, is. Okay. It is. Fortunately, we only coil one cable here. That's <laughs> true. All right, Ken? Intervene. If necessary... You, you missed suggest, dude. Oh, I forgot. To, see, I got all <laughs> excited about ISIS, and I missed part of it. Right. And remember... Because there's if, never been a problem with that before. If they're doing it a different way, it's worse than ISIS. Suggest ways to improve. It's It takes about three minutes to teach someone how to properly wrap up a quarter inch. But you have to certainly not, but, but you're certainly not going to do that. <laughs> You've got to spend 20 minutes later unknotting and correcting the person's work. Instead, refer them to the YouTube where there are a plethora of instructional videos with more than, with, with, with more being ever every five seconds. I learned a long time ago how to properly wrap a quarter inch, just so everybody knows. Oh, yeah? How, how, how is that? You just put it on. <laughs> All right, anyways. Can... Intervene if necessary. No, uh, come on. Give me that. Just go take some more drums out to the van. There's a fact. 75% of people who call cables incorrectly will pass the behavior on to their children. This is true. Once a, once a bad coiler, always a bad coiler. <clears throat> Support the learning process. Your colleague, had, your colleague had the simplest intentions. Help pack your gear more quickly to maybe make it home before 3 a.m. Now they're part of a whole goddamn four-step process. Suggest, uh, such is the life of the set-up tear-down crew. 
let them know that you care and that you were there for them. Unless they screw it up again, in which case, fuck them. That's true. They will screw it up again. So, if you're ever in the situation, and let's not let's remember, it doesn't necessarily have to be about coiling cables. No, this is a this is an effective method for helping people make it through life. Change. Remember for the better. ISIS. Quit doing it wrong. Identify, suggest, intervene, <laughs> and support. Identify, suggest, intervene, and support. Send their asses to YouTube where they can learn about yeah. how to do everything in their life. That's right. <laughs> YouTube remember, teaches everybody. Support ISIS in your life. What? Yes. <laughs> Wait, let me think about that. I guess that's what we're doing now. <laughs> you just got us on every watch list. Yay. Just now. That's fine. I didn't want to be on the no-fly list anyway. Neither did J-Bo. If, if it's not a train, he doesn't. If you can't get there by train, he doesn't want to go. That's true. Good afternoon, Walmart customers. If I may have your attention, please. Will I miss your Clinton? Hill Gepstein, meet your party at the grocery entrance. Mr. Clinton, Hill Gepstein, please go to grocery entrance to meet with your party. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> okay, that's funny. I, I don't, I don't get it. Clinton killed Epstein. Uh... <laughs> Mr. Clinton killed Epstein. It's gotcha. kind of funny. Okay. It's kind of funny. <laughs> Ken liked it. He had a heart attack over here. You guys both looked at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, well... And then the second this, time she said it... That Ken, is the funniest thing I've heard all day. Ken died. <laughs> and then the third time was when you got it. And I got it, yeah. And then Dana was sat in the cold. I just didn't hear it. <laughs> All right. What? Oh, the next one's so much fun. Are we talking about does it fart? Oh, we're going to find out. Does it? Does it fart? So basically, um, Jonathan has a spreadsheet. <laughs> and, and he's going to give us and an animal. Clearly too much time. Sure. Yeah. Go on. And it, it, It's a well-done spreadsheet. Anyways, he's going to oh, give I us. I don't doubt it. He's going to give us an animal, and we're going to guess whether or not it farts. Because we're highbrow here. Yeah, Circle just... jerks and fart noises. Circle jerks, that's all we want. It's so great. What's it's the great. password? So great. What? So what's the password? For what? <clears throat> fart noises. Oh. Never mind. Ken knows the I password. Thought, I thought Ken would get it. Fart noise? Mm. Fart noise. Wasn't that didn't, it? Didn't you see the parentheses? <laughs> Anyways, <clears throat> so Jonathan, you have you have a list of animals for us. I do. And 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 are you going to ask us whether or not they fart? Does a bat fart? Yes, but only in little squeaks. <laughs> Iguanos, we you know that. You should have said subsonic. The problem with that is that the squeaks throw off the sonar of the other bats. <laughs> That's so, how they lead their friends. Yeah, into a trees. bat farted one time and killed an entire flock of bats. So you're saying yes, they do fart? What? Yeah. What? What? Well, I don't know. What is it? What is the group noun for bats? Bats. Hmm. A group of bats. A vampire? Oh, didn't we do groups of animals at one time? And we don't know this. I'm disappointed. Dude, in this. a group of bats is called a sonar. Hmm. Is that what was missing from Pearl I think Harbor? That's a little too obvious. That's the. That's like too how, obvious. Like how I how I call a group of cats a disdain. <clears throat> 
I think it should be a sonar. A sonar of bats? It's like a swarm. <clears throat> no? Could Heard. be probably a swarm. Anyways, do they fart? That's the question, right? I say yes. I say yes. Danon. Yes. Jonathan, the answer is? Cat, uh, cats. Cats. <laughs> bats do fart. All right. Ding. We got one point. Yay. It's not a happy point. <laughs> uh, birds. Do birds fart? I'm going to say no on this one. I don't, I, I, don't know if, I don't know if eagles will fly through the sky ripping them. Yes, they do. Well, they eat, they eat meat, so they might fart. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go against you guys and say no. Birds don't fart. Jonathan, the answer. Birds don't fart. Yes! Pete gets a point. <clears throat> Birds don't fart. So Circle gets the square. Which person with a PhD figured this out? Uh, this was from the at lab and field. Uh, so how do you think they figured it out? They just kind of like feed a bird and hold it next to their ear and see if they hear it? <laughs> Squeeps. Yep. A Burmese python. Ooh, Burmese python. It eats a lot of, lots of rich stuff. Right. Corinthian leather? Yeah, rich <laughs> Corinthian leather. I'm going to say yes. I'm going to go with no. yes. The python will rip one. I'm going to say yes. Especially a rattlesnake. It just slips out. Uh, no, this isn't I'm snakes. Gonna, this is, I'm a, I'm a this is specifically a Burmese python. Oh, a I'm Burmese. A snake. Well, Ken's a so snake. A snake. And we all know Ken farts. <laughs> so, so he knows. A snake. So I'm going to say yes. So the Ken, what do you say? So the slither. I say yes. <laughs> Din? No. Pete and Ken get a point. Yeah, I'm perfect. I knew it was too specific. To yeah, not fart. I thought so too. Often silent but deadly, thick and meaty. Ooh, thick. And... Wait, it sounds Wait more a like minute. a shark. Does that it's count? A, it's a bit nutty. <clears throat> thick and meaty? Like a fart is thick and meaty? Do they like smell them and have like wine language? Yeah, to like talk do they, about yeah, there's the, the like, yeah, yeah. Do they have like experts that kind of waft it? Right. Yeah, it's got a, it's got a, it's got a, a, a full body. <laughs> It's like a full body. Real this Burmese python ate a mongoose. See how they just know. Three What's days next? ago. Freshwater mussels. Ooh. Freshwater mussels. <clears throat> but not saltwater ones. I'm going to go yes then. I'm going to go no. Taking your specific <clears throat> clue and say <laughs> the freshwater ones do. All right, I'm going to say no. I'm going to say yes. And the answer is? Freshwater mussels do not fart. Yes. Still perfect. <laughs> I salt know water my mussels? Huh? huh? Do saltwater mussels? No, it was a red herring. They are not on the list. I'm not even in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, however, Scooby. freshwater a mussels Scooby, uh, do enjoy Scooby. expelling pseudo feces. What? They expel fake poop. Ooh, fake, fake poop. poop? Yeah. Do they not expel poop? real poop? <clears throat> I don't know. It's like, I could poop, but I'm going to give you this. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Surprise, bitches! <clears throat> it's plastic. I don't know. Are you ready for the next one? Sure. Do frogs fart? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> I'm going to say yes on this one just because they 
I don't know. They croak, so <laughs> I feel like I feel like they croak out of both ends. I'm gonna say no. Ken, I say yes. I say yes, and the answer is frogs do fart. Yeah, Damn it. <clears throat> still perfect bitches. Um, the they are quite fat and often rather pungent. Ooh, they fat. stink. They're, it's a full bodied. <clears throat> right, that's a full. Like, is it like a dry? It's very verbose. Or is it? I would expect it to be dry. Yes. Like they're so wet, the farts are dry. <clears throat> they have a very. There's no. There's no water left. Apparently, frogs have a weak sphincter. No, oh, so it just kind of leaks out. Just... <clears throat> sphincter. Awesome. You mean sphincter? <laughs> Sphincter's like you know. The Sphinx. Well, it's like the 80s version. It's like way a cooler than the Sphincter. Hey, it's the Sphincter. It's like when a Sphincter is wearing a hat backwards and yeah, yeah. has a neon shirt. <laughs> hey, Sphincter. <laughs> All right, what do we got next? He doesn't know. No, I'm trying to pick one. Horses. Yes. I think I've been behind a horse <clears throat> when it blasted before. <laughs> You can actually see the tail. <laughs> yep. I'm going to say that they don't actually fart. Do you think they just poop? In the traditional sense. But I know that air escapes when they poop. Okay. I, I can't say that I've ever had a horse fart at me. See, I don't understand how they can tell the difference. Like, does the digestion in the other animals work so efficiently that there's never any air swallowed or <clears throat> gas created? Because at some point, there's like that's the point. It's is there's the diet just gas. and the way the body digests it. Yeah, it must be the bacteria, whatever bacteria they have in their bodies or something. Hmm. Horse fart. I know cows fart, but I... yeah. Well, I was going basing it off <laughs> that large I, mammals fart. Yeah, I, I think large mammals. I'm gonna say fart. yes. I'm gonna say yes. They do, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I told you I got farted obviously. out. We've my all tasted before. it. It's. Do lions fart? Large mammal. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll go with that logic, yes. Lions do fart. Oh, mammals are gassy. <clears throat> but it's only been observed while they're sedated. Oh, so their their <clears throat> muscles relax and gas escapes. So they're sleep farters. Well, but they're also... Kind of s- like us. <laughs> lions. Who's, who's got the time with an awake lion to measure whether or not it's farting? Lions live in zoos. I guess. Did they just like follow it with infrared cameras <laughs> waiting for like a little puff? A little puff? puff. They got, like, they got like parab microphones like mm-hmm. pointed inside the enclosure. He's, no, just a guy following it with a microphone because that's his whole job. He's an intern. Yeah. With the boom mic just following it. <laughs> All right, what you got? The American badger. Oh, badgers. I bet you they Small rip mammal, some horrible right? farts. I'm going to say, yeah. I'm going to say they stink up their I little. I feel like, yeah. I want to claim the big one. Yeah. I bet you they probably use given, it as a, Given what they eat, yeah. I bet you they use it as a weapon, too. The American badger is a maybe. What does that mean? So They don't know if it farts the, or not. If, you if you're not sure, it farts. Yeah, they're, they're saying the, the, the scat is ranxious, so they assume that it farts because of the smell. Oh, they actually don't know if it does. Right. They're just running around sniffing turds, being like, oh, I bet that thing farts. Right. Like, why don't you just sedate one and find out? 
bearded dragons. Hmm. Bearded, bearded clams. Dragons. <laughs> so we've had bearded one... clams also fire. Anyways, bearded dragons. We've I'm gonna say yes. Fart. I'm gonna say yes. So... I feel like we're on a fart roll right now. I feel like it's been too many in a row, or if he's cherry picking the list, I don't know. I'm well, gonna say I'm, yes. Some of them I'm skipping. I'm gonna say yes. Ken? Bearded I'm dragons. I'm gonna say yes. Bearded dragons do not fart. Fart. Yeah. Okay. So reptiles <clears throat> fart and mammals fart. Reptiles. Amphibians fart. Like, I don't think fish it's do. It's pretty random which ones don't fart. Yeah. Bristol worms. Worms? I'm going to say no on this. I'm going to say no on the nematodes. Right. <laughs> Here we go. Ken, Bristol worms. I'm going to say no. It's going to be our party slogan. <clears throat> no, no on the nematodes? No on the nematodes. All right, Jonathan. 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Bristol worms do not fart. Yes. Pete's a little too informed on what does and does not fart. Have you missed one yet? No, I've been perfect this whole time. Cockroaches. I come from a very gassy family. Cockroaches. No. Ooh, he's quick with that one. I'm just going to say no. I don't think insects do. I don't think they need to. Right. I'll say no. Do they, like, lack the equipment to fart? It's possible. I think they do. I'm trying to think of, like, the anatomy of the insects, and I feel like, yeah, they lack the equipment, but I might be wrong with the cockroach, because cockroaches are nasty sons of bitches. Like, if if any insect would fart, it would be the cockroach. They're the seagulls of the insect world. Cockroaches are the dirty guy in the dirty white t-shirt with beer cans (laughs) all around him, uh, hasn't washed in weeks. Okay. Anyways, I'm still going to say no, Ken. I'll say no. Danon. I'm always going to say what Pete says now, because he's clearly... (laughs) Smarter than me at fart. But wait. But wait. Oh, Ken's thinking about it. I feel like Jonathan might have thrown this one in as a trick, though, too. I'm going to say they don't fart. Okay, that's what I said. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm, think- I'm thinking about it. I'm going to say no. Jonathan, <clears throat> cockroaches. Three, two, one. Cockroaches don't not fart. So they do fart. They do fart. Son of a bitch. I knew they were the gross guy on the scene with the beer cans around them. They do fart. <laughs> so that means they do fart. Two negatives make it. Fart. Yeah. So cockroaches so would... fart. That's weird. So Right. What's the, the full-bodied description of the cockroach turds that they figured out? I don't know. There's actually some, they actually posted links to the stories for this one. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't click them. Yeah, don't. So <laughs> disturbing. So weird. Domestic hedgehogs. Yeah. Right. I think, yeah. I I'm think... going to say wild hedgehogs do, but the domestic ones are too polite. <laughs> no. They hold it in. They, they hold it in. I think they I mean, fart. They do, but you'd never know it because they'll hold it in until you're, you know, out. So what's your answer? No. No. I say they do. Ken? I say they do. Jonathan? Domestic hedgehogs do fart. Ah, I thought so. <clears throat> Bobcats. They definitely <laughs> fart and scare themselves when they do it. <laughs> I would I would say like yes. A, like a cucumber, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bobcats do fart. And apparently squirrel based farts are the worst. Nice. <laughs> I don't know why they figured that out. 
here, eat this. Let's smell its fart. You know, right. definitely, but why definitely, is it squirrel based? Definitely going to be nutty. <laughs> Not squirrel farts. Squirrel based farts. <laughs> squirrel based. Like farts. there are other animals using squirrel farts as a basis for their own farts. <laughs> and there's like piling them on top of each other. There's like fart sandwiches going out with like nutty well, squirrel base. That's weird. Soft shell clams. Hmm. Freshwater mussels. I'm going to say no. Or do not. I'm going to say yes. Mussels did not. Did not. You, you think clams... I'm going to say think, yes. I'm going to say no. You think clams are a little loose on the back end there, Ken? Well, that's why I they're soft? They, I think there's going to be bubbles coming out of them. I say they do not. Soft shell clams do not fart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's do like two more and then we'll move on. So take these God. people out of their misery. <laughs> Arachnids. Spiders. I'm going to say no because don't they use They do, but the silk? web just shoots out <laughs> randomly. Say, yeah, like did the web just fire out? I'm going to say no. We're going to have four more, by the way. Okay, I'm going to say no. Ken, spiders. No. Dana says no. Ken, spiders. No. Negative. They can't prove it. Of course they can't prove it. Yeah. That's a trick question. It's assumed yes, but they can't actually prove it. All Why right, would next. they assume yes? Is that like the default? Like things have to be like <clears throat> us? Probably. Yeah. All right. Wood lice. Lice? Yes. Wood lice. That's weird. I'm going to say yes. Only because it's weird. Right, yeah. I'll say no to cover the bases. Again, that's an oddly specific thing. I'm going to say possibly. <laughs> gonna say He's not going to commit either way. After 10 years of study. No, no, I'm committing the to the fact that they don't know inclusive. for sure. They don't know for sure. Ken says yep. they don't know for sure. The answer for Woodlights is they do. Yeah. And it's very specific. Is it because of their high fiber diet? No, they excrete ammonia. Hmm. Oh, that's weird. Right. That's. Not- Ammonia gas or ammonia liquid? It's got to be ammonia gas or else it wouldn't be a fart. It have to be, yeah. Otherwise, they're just peeing. Exactly. That's weird. I'm not comfortable with that at all. Termites. Well, if wood lice do, I'd only assume that termites also do. Right, because then it's something else in their stomachs that even let them process that in the first place, so I'm going to say yes. Ken. Nah. Ken says no. Termites fart a lot. Constantly? So much so that they may be a significant contributor to global climate change. No shit. <laughs> Termites? Really? Do, yeah, they express, like, do they expel methane? Uh, this doesn't say. But Worse there than is, cows? There is a link in this one again, too. Hmm. All right, so what's your final animal? And final, before we move on, does it sneeze? Where'd it go? Oh, you're going to ask us if something sneezes? Yeah. You have a sneeze list, too? Yep. How much time do you mm. have? Herrings. A herring! <laughs> I will use to cut down the mightiest tree in the forest. I would say yes, it sneezes. No, does it fart? Oh, does it fart? Um, it farts. Mm, no? I gotta go no. Dayton? Yes. Ken? Yes. Fish do fart. Oh, they're stinky farters. 
There's only actually one thing on the list that doesn't. They smell the, like fish. For the does it sneeze and it's corn snakes. Do corn snakes sneeze? Gonna have to go with yes on the weirdly specific use of corn snakes. Yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. And they do. Uh, and now we have does it puke? What? Yeah. No. Yes. No. Do <laughs> does it puke? Just one. Pick one. All right, rabbits. Rabbits definitely puke. Yes. I think I've seen rabbit puke. Yes. They don't puke? Nope, they don't they don't have a gag reflex. <laughs> they don't puke, huh? Nope. That's weird. Well there you have it, folks. And neither can horses. Right. You're looking for deep throat for a rabbit. They have no gag reflex. <laughs> and apparently horses too, according to Jonathan. Yeah, horses. Yeah, but you know, they'll bite they'll bite it clean off. Boy will they. <laughs> I don't know. Rabbits have those incisors that are brutal. Right. That's that's the reason not to put your dick in the in a rabbit's mouth. Yeah, yeah. That's the only reason, right there. That's what's keeping me away. You gotta watch out for those incisors. <laughs> that's what's keeping you awake. <laughs> no, away, that's, not awake. Just dream of God. I wish I could night. put my dick yeah. in a rabbit's mouth. <sighs> if only those incisors weren't there. Somebody's They're stopping keeps me. me up at night. Somebody's been watching too much Space Jam. <laughs> what? Oh, 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 oh. oh wow. And on that note, we'll be right back. <laughs> All right. So while we are the break, notion of that is hilarious. We're talking about my bum for some reason. Bum 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 bum. Bum 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 bum. We were talking about Jonathan's bum. He won't. Pete wants us all to get some from Jonathan's bum. All right. Actually, what we're really going to talk about is not Jonathan's bum. Because that's just kind of messed up. Mm-hmm. Seriously, it's messed up. It's like, like it's, seriously, yeah. it's, it's like thing. it's it it doesn't run vertical; it runs horizontal. It's weird. Right. The question anyway, is, it's does, concave at one point. I don't. <laughs> does it puke? Did it see Jonathan's bum? Yeah. Oh, it pukes all right. <laughs> you see, like a little rabbit. It's come going off. to be sued. <laughs> the, it's going to be sued because <laughs> of the Taco crap. Bell. It's not even physically possible, but that little rabbit. <laughs> Poor, bastard. Poor bastard. How did he even get up in there? <laughs> no, you don't want to. Know. <laughs> you know how they say you have three wishes? Nope. All right. All right. So what we're really going to talk about is 20 brutal truths about life no one wants to admit. Wah, wah. Number one. Number one. You are going to die, and you have no idea when. I, I accepted that a long time ago. Yeah, me too. I kind of know that. Dana? Yeah. Everybody. I could go right now. Like, one of Ken's Lego ships can fall off and appale me. Right. I mean, to be perfectly honest, right now, you're dying. Well, we all are. We all are. Yeah, I know. All the time. Screw Number you, Howard, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> Number two. Everyone you love is going to die, and you don't know when. Now, some people, you might have planned this out. Right? So, <laughs> so I've got, I got some plans. Just remember to burn those plans, or they are going to put you away. All right. Number three. Your material wealth won't oh, make... Are you going backwards? Oh, okay. I'm like, what? I'm going from the top of the list to the bottom. I see that now. Oh, okay. They get worse as they go, like... like number one was the worst. Well, we're, we're going backwards now. <laughs> number three. Your material wealth won't make you a better or happier person. Is this true, Dana? I have never had material wealth, so <laughs> Un- unclear. Ken, 
No. Jonathan. I could be a better person if I was really rich. Right? I feel like it could happen. I, like, I honestly do. <laughs> it can't hurt. It can't hurt, right? I mean, I, I've been at the other end of the spectrum, so why not let me try the other end, too? You're uh, not... Then I'll be, you know what? That's what I need to happen. Give me all the money, and I will see if it actually is. So, I've here, here's been the, one so here's the thing. Oh, here comes a Ken moment. Right. Should and now for your Ken moment Explain of the night. to me, Ken, why driving my money jet ski solve into the back of problems. a boat well, that drives into problem, the back of a bigger boat... Is not cool. <laughs> but it solves a lot of money. <laughs> money doesn't solve anyone's problems. But people skis. with money still have problems. They're just different kinds of problems and oftentimes much bigger. That being said, there's a hell of a lot of shit I want to do for this world that I would be able to do if I had more money. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that was your Ken moment I can, of the Ken. I can be a good person and be poor, but I can be a good person while being hella rich, too. No, number four. Your obsession with finding happiness is what prevents its attainment. Ooh. Ooh. Happiness is not <clears throat> achieved by the active pursuit of happiness. It's a byproduct of other activities. It's by saying happiness ever increasingly louder and slower. Like the penis happiness. game? Yeah, did, yeah, weren't you just complaining about the penis game a couple weeks ago? Well, that's only because my small children were involved in it. We were, that, and for people that don't know what the penis game is, that makes what you just said super creepy. Yeah. 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 Number five. Tell me if this is true. <clears throat> donating money does less than donating time. Hmm. Again, how much money and how much we're talking time. about quantity here. If the food bank can buy 10 meals for a dollar and it takes me 10 and it takes me an hour to make those 10 meals, then my dollar went a lot farther than my hour. Do you think so? Because you took an hour to actually do something to help people. Instead of walking by and giving them a buck, so somebody else had to do it. What if that doesn't get done, so they just have food that rots? Is your time more important than your dollar, then? Yes. Yes. Ken? Again. Ken's got the look. Quantity. He's got the look. I could do more with a million dollars in a shorter period of time. Having mo- having the money would just increase my ability to help. Now, I'd still like to give my time, and people might consider my time more meaningful. But if I can throw three million dollars at a problem and like make 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 genuine progress, I couldn't that I couldn't make in two years. That's fair. Mm-hmm. That's you know, yeah. but in in. In in real life, like right now, absolutely my time is going to be more badly because I don't have the means to make the kind of impactful change with money that I would like to. Dana? Yeah, it's it's such a weird relative question that there isn't really a way to answer it. I mean, All right, well, how about this one? You can't make everyone happy, and if you try, you'll lose yourself. Yes. That's true. That's true. I do believe that that's true. Jonathan? You absolutely cannot make everyone happy. Yeah. And then what about this one, Jonathan? You need to listen to this one, buddy. <laughs> you can't be perfect. 
And holding yourself to unrealistic standards creates suffering. No, life creates suffering, and there's no way around it. No, hate. So leads, why not? Hate leads to suffering. Pay yeah, Yoda told Yoda. us that. Life is pain. Life is pain. If anybody tells you differently, they're, they're selling something. You. Right. In a pyramid scheme. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Wait, so life wait, wait, is pain. Wait, 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 wait. Unless you Hold sign on. up for. Hold on. Aren't we all technically in the biggest pyramid scheme ever called life? Who who benefits at the top? Yeah. God. <laughs> is that the issue? Is that what's wrong? Are we at the bottom of this pyramid scheme and everything's filtering up to God? Is that why there's so many um, atheists in the world? Yeah, it's possible. Number eight. Your thoughts are less important than your feelings, and your feelings need acknowledgement. Wait. Your thoughts are less important than, than your, your feelings. feelings but your feelings, feelings are need... technically thoughts that you have. I don't know. Sometimes you have them without thoughts. It's called the gut feeling. And, and the, I Jonathan. think that's called being dead. No. We had this conversation a couple weeks ago. I would, I would not say that one is more important. I would say that they're on par with each other. Yeah, that's not... That statement too, is and, false. And all too often we ignore the feelings. Yeah, okay. it, it's not an if-then statement. Like, the second part is definitely true. The first part is questionable. I think there's a semantic... And they're not, and they're not related, yeah. There's a semantic error in this statement. Yes, you I do think need you're to right. recognize your emotions, though. All right, number nine. Your actions speak louder than your words, so you need to hold yourself accountable. This is true. This but is true. not impossibly so. So apparently. wait, wait, wait. So if I give the food bank my dollar and tell them to fuck off, but I gave them my dollar. Yeah, I mean, you You, you still gave, gave them, them dollar, your dollar. Right? right. They'll think you're a prick, but, but you're a beneficial prick. <laughs> they'll take your money. But if you say you're going to give them a dollar and don't, right. it makes you a douche. Or if you say you're going to give them a dollar and you take a dollar from them, it makes you a politician. What if I ask them for a dollar and then give it right back? Well, then you're just a jackass. Right, wasting everybody's just time. Wasting everybody's time. What yeah. if I get a dollar from them, but then I give them two dollars? All right. Number so they they lesson about So if they get two more people to give them a, two more dollars, and then they... No. Yeah, exactly. Then everything's get, a pyramid and then you get, And then you sign up six people to it's give you two dollars. Like, everything is... The... Actually, this one is a pyramid scheme. Yeah, so <laughs> Number ten. Your achievements and successes won't matter on your deathbed. Yep. Everyone's going to die and your life doesn't matter. <sighs> Yay. Yay. When we are free. When, when you die, yeah. But, you know, that if you're successful, that bed's going to be, your deathbed's going to be much more comfortable than it could be otherwise. It's going to be very ornate. Mm-hmm. With a canopy and What if it's filled leaf. with pine cones? No, I want, I want. Yeah, like, if that's, your, if that's your gig, man. You get the old school burial. Like the pharaohs, like where a, like all of the living people close to you are buried alive. alive with you. <laughs> yes. So like a I always like the uh, the Viking death. They push right. you out in a boat and burn it. Right. No, the Viking. With your wife. Wait, 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 wait. That's the funeral piece. The Viking death is you get stabbed. Right. No, the Viking no. death is they push you out in a boat and they burn the. No, boat. that's the Viking that's, funeral. That's a funeral. Oh, piece. the Viking death is you're you already get stabbed. dead when yes. they do that. I forgot. Yeah, it hurts a lot less. It does. Number eleven. You are out of it. Today. Not that Vikings care about pain. No. Your talent means nothing without consistent effort and practice. That's true. That's true. That was an easy one. Yeah, now, well said so. Yeah. Now is the only time that matters, so stop wasting it by being on a podcast. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> All right. Because we just can't stop. No. Because we can't admit that that's the truth. Yeah. 13. 
nobody cares how difficult your life is, and you are the author of your life story. I feel like this is two different things, but they're both true. Right. Yeah, nobody cares about your life story, and you're also writing it, but just remember nobody cares about it. The the one thing I absolutely cannot stand, cannot stand, is people who are victims of their own lives. And don't see that? And don't realize it. And blame it on somebody else. Or or something else or whatever. You, yeah, you, if you're a victim of of your life, it's your fault. So basically, you can't stand Trump supporters. Pretty much, most of humanity. Most of fourteen. Hey, we. Are, I feel like we already did this one, but it's a little bit different. Your words are more important than your thoughts. So start inspiring people. So wait, your words are more important than your thoughts, but and your, your actions thoughts are no. more important than your emotions. And your actions no. are more important than your words. See, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't yeah. agree with the premise here because I could just say stuff if I don't think about it first. It's not going to make any fucking sense, right. right? Your thoughts are more important than your words. The important thing is to share your thoughts no. through words. The important thing is to open your mouth and just. Shout whatever comes out. Right, dirty ah. cheese ball sack. Shout for, yeah. that didn't help anybody. Shout first right. and ask questions later. Yeah, well, some people have made it pretty. Wait, wait, pretty isn't there isn't far. there a song that goes shout shout let it all out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't know what allowed is. These are let the things we can out. do without. Come on, no. Anyways, we can do that whole song. <clears throat> Investing in yourself isn't selfish. It's the most worthwhile thing you can do. I agree with this one. Yes, Dana. Yeah. Self-care is crucial. 365 days. 16. It's not what happens. It's how you react that matters. Yeah, fuck you, Pete. Uh, I feel like what happens has a lot to do. What happens kind of has a lot to do with it. I mean, there's an element to the way you react to situations, yes, but... Yeah, you were were trying to uh, crawl out of uh, an elevator that had stopped between floors, and your legs were severed. It's really it's about how you react to that though that affects your life. Yeah, but you'll not, be on, you'll not quite get as much disability for the rest of your life. Will you? In yes. Trump's US? <laughs> you'll bleed out because there's no first responders get, to come get you. Can't you can't afford the medical care. Anyways, you didn't, 17. You didn't pay your ambulance insurance. Wait, all you have to do then is just file bankruptcy. Oh, they'll change you that shit too. You can't do that for medical bills. You can. You can? Yeah, they don't still come after you. Everything goes away except for student oh. loans. <laughs> Which is a completely different racket. <laughs> That's so hilarious. So, you need to improve your relationships to have lasting happiness. Hey, Pete, you want to improve our relationship? Fuck off. <laughs> Why were you unzipping your pants when you said that? I was too, but for a different reason. <laughs> right. I was asking you. Table's not wearing pants. Oh. Pleasure is temporary and fleeting, so stop chasing fireworks and start building a constellation. What the fuck building does this mean? Building a constellation? And stop chasing well, like fireworks? A, like, like a constellation jet? Like <laughs> I don't know. That's just a stupid one. I'm skipping it. 19. Your ambition means nothing without execution. It's time to put in the work, and this is where I fail. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's, that's probably a real thing. 365 days. 365 days. Right. You're never going to get that constellation. And the last one. Thank God, says everybody. Time is your most valuable asset. You need to prioritize how you spend it. 365 days. This is probably true. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say two things here. All right, they better be two good things. <laughs> Number one, we've picked on them a little bit but in this segment, but the work, of, the work done by food banks is vital. Yes. And is. valuable. Oh, yeah. Remember sure. to support them in your holiday giving. 
Yes, uh, the other they're thing, great. I, 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 I will share. Just I, so you know, this is probably going to be out after the holiday. I know it doesn't matter. Okay, you can it's give important whenever. Important to remember the vital work of food banks. The second thing I will tell you is that I, I read this before and I found it to be sadly true. Uh, and it's a, it, it's one of those brutal truths that people don't really like to think about. One day, whether you are fourteen or twenty eight or sixty five. You will meet a person who will light a fire in you that cannot be put up, cannot be extinguished. The saddest, most terrible tragedy is oftentimes these are not the people with whom we spend our lives. Yeah, that's probably yeah. true. Because arsonists suck. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's where he was going with that, Pete. Not really where I was going, but... Wow, funny? You're not wrong. But, no, I get it. I know what you're saying. Yes, you're probably right. Dana knows this to be true. Yeah. Does he? He does. Well, Did you meet... I don't have know. Have you met that person, Dana? I wonder. I wonder. Because, uh, you know, you, you meet a lot of people, and throughout your life, how many people that you saw, like, once in a store and just thought, like, wow, I'm enamored by that person. Like, could could that have been someone in a different time Are you place? still thinking about that person 20 years later? Are we soundering? Well, I'm Parsley. thinking about my own life, but... Well, yeah, I mean, I guess trying to predict the future of the past. Right, 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 right. There's <laughs> a lot of time travel Days involved in that Days of Future's one. Past. Yep. Such a great series. It was. Claremont killed mm. it, that one. Anyways, carry on. Mm. Well, that, that, was, that was about it. I mean... Oh, okay. I don't know. Nobody does... Except for Jonathan. True story. There mm-hmm. you go. There's your answer. All right. I think that, that is that is that going to conclude our podcast for this evening? I think it will. I think it will. So thank you all for uh, listening to this podcast. We hope you had fun and enjoyed it. Jonathan's going to say something derogatory to, with you in, to you in five, four, three, two. Peace. Holding in the old view that was younger then Crazy demands like every day And you're turning in early on a weekend Seems like you're losing what you told yourself You would never give up So caught in the hype of making a living That you forgot to live your life But guess what? Can't stop, won't stop That's what I'm here about to crank it up It's the summertime, yo, when the sun ain't setting So we might as well stay up Let's throw another beat on the wheels of steel And another shrimp on the barbie I got a fresh sunburn and some mad appeal But you know I came to start the party Come solo, bring your